0: Welcome to this episode of the Bodyhood Podcast or webcast because I don't know how you're consuming this content. I'm your host as always, my name is Jimmy. And as we start off every show that's with gratitude, just wanna say thank you to anyone and everyone who supports this. Special shout out to all the students from Bodyhood University, all the members of the MDC, as well as the youth from the Bodyhood Ownership Camp. Listen, um, speaking of that, June 18th, we have a black tie event coming up. Um, Make sure you look out for that, come support all monies go to the babies for the buy the hood ownership campus here in philadelphia it's catered got a dj we're gonna get dressed up and we're gonna have some fun for an amazing cause and shout out to all the folks from better than success in philadelphia real estate week who are helping us organize and take our camp to the next level i'm joined by my partner Crown Corey, as always cool what's up with you good brother
1: what it is though every day above ground is a good day don't miss a chance to make it a good day let's yes, get it
0: all right. All right. And listen, you know, this platform is designed to highlight brothers and sisters who are doing amazing work, putting out positive energy, doing things to, you know, enhance and better our community. And this episode is special for us because we have our sister on with us. She's a member of our community. She's a leader. Um, She's literally one of the best traders I know. And I say that and whether she's here, whether she's not here, she's that good at what she does. We have our sister, Tropicana Les, Leslie on. You call her Tropicana because she got the juice. But what's up, Les?
2: What's up, guys? <laughs> it's what always it is, a pleasure though. to be with y'all. You know, uh, we love y'all for real. Um, we appreciate the community that you guys are have created wow. for us, and we appreciate being a part of that community and being able to merge uh, what we have going on over at Melanated Money slash TBDT with the beautiful things that you guys do in the MDC and Bataha University. So it's always a pleasure.
0: I mean, thank you for saying that. Um, And one of the reasons we want to bring you back on is because, like, you know, um, you've come back and created like multiple platforms to kind of like further your mission. And it's very powerful. And we love to see what you're doing. Um, So as we get into this, because we've had you here before to tell your story. So we really want to talk about your story, per se. I want to talk about this thing that you're building now. So we want to talk about now in the future. Right. So one of your focuses has always been on black women. So I just want you to talk briefly about. you know your, your, your reasoning and logic behind focusing on Black women and why that is so important to you to help them you know, achieve with their, their dreams and goals?
2: Um, so I always get flack from the guys about the amount of focus and energy that I put into my women's group and my efforts with building Black women. But one of the things we discuss in those groups behind the scenes is just the unique challenges that Black women face um, and that we can all relate to And understand. So, um, you know, that wealth is like holistic. Um, It involves and entails certain aspects of our relationships and our children and our jobs and our bosses and our degrees. And so those are things that we feel the women in the group agree that nobody can relate to, not necessarily brown women, European women, you guys, you know, our male counterparts can relate to so I just try to build a safe environment where we can address holistically the Black women and the issues that we uh, we face as Black women um, and foster growth. We talk about entrepreneurship. We talk about side hustles. We talk about budgeting. We talk about trading. We talk about investing. Uh, we're getting into... Supposed to have an event next week showing sisters because, you know, we are the matriarchs showing sisters how to take a small amount of money every month and make our children millionaires from the day they're born. And while you guys do play a role in that as fathers and as husbands, those are typically things that we're responsible for um, and that we tend to make the decisions for. So we just foster those things within the group. And, you know, we share uh, what we talk about in the group every Monday right now on the co-ed webinar, but it's about women doing what women do, coming together, um, kind of setting the table, and then opening up that table to our brothers so that we can have discussions about what the women have going on behind the scenes so that we can take it out into our communities.
0: You know what, I'm, I'm like you know low-key jealous of y'all, right? I'm gonna tell y'all why, right? Because i'm gonna tell you why though it's serious because all right. so i'm in spaces where it's like all men who try to uplift each other and things like that but because we're men like we don't open up to each other or have conversations the way y'all do like y'all have real conversations and build deeper connections and relationships because y'all y'all talk about investing y'all talk about saving but then you know you guys let each other in in a way that i've never been in this men don't do that yeah you know i mean and, and, and corey, corey you know you're muted but I'm, I'm pretty sure you agree with me right Like, like
1: you know, Man, we, guess, don't, we don't do nothing that look like that. I yeah. mean, we might watch the game and I mean, yeah. you know, have some barbershop talk, but you know, once that's done, that's done, right? I'm and not, it's a
0: real conversation yeah. because we're raised a certain way, and it's really because it's about survival, right? So we're raised a certain way, and it kind of I think it makes us closed off. When I see you guys share energy and, and talk about it, and you talk about wealth being holistic, which is true. Um, you guys actually add more value to each other because you're willing to be open and transparent in a way that Men just aren't. So I think it's important for you guys to have that space. Um,
2: That's one of the conversations that I've been having with a lot of men that I consider brothers is encouraging them to try to create a community like what we've built. And I consistently get the answer that it's just hard for us to open up. Uh, We're not gonna be able to talk about the things on the level that you guys talk about. Um, And I get it, I get it. It's been drilled into my head now. over several months having conversations with different brothers. But so, all right, we'll take that role and we will, we will have the holistic approach and have those conversations about families of which you guys are a member. Um, And then, like I said, set the table and then open it up to you guys on our co-ed chat on Monday and share with you what we're, we're building and just invite you guys to be a part and go out into the communities as our men and carry the message forward. Yeah. But we, we're okay with yeah, doing. Men awesome ain't talking interview.
1: about nothing. Men ain't talking about nothing, and don't include bare wings and sports, man. Like we, <laughs> we we we, we got to change that. We do talk about. But listen, seriously though, like so, you know, uh, once a month I get with my brothers, my my actual brothers, and my you know what I mean, and my family, and we we just sit and chill, and you know what I mean, and we talk about what's going on in our families and how we can help each other. But that's you know what I mean we've been doing that for 25 years so that opening up ain't nothing because we know whatever happens in that room is going to stay in that room because we we are literally family you know what I mean but when you try to take that to a larger community you can't be as sure and as positive right because you know we live in a competitive society and people will use you you know whatever you got going on to try to tear you down instead of help you know, fill in the void for you. So it, it, it get kind of hard when you're in a room full of men to try to, to tell them your weaknesses because if, if you're in a competitive situation, you know what I mean? Like, you got to be really, really careful. I'm not competitive when it comes to other men, but I know that in a room full of men, it gets competitive. No, so no I,
0: but that's why this, the conversations like these are necessary because um, that's something that we need to work on because I agree. Like, I don't consider myself competitive with my brothers, right? And, you know, and it's a difference between family and relatives i have people that i'm closer to than actual relatives right um, Yeah. but that's why i'm inspired by some of the work that les does with like melanated money and um her yeah. listen her squad yo they wrote it like yeah. I listen, you guys yeah. are now as a, as a squad right like,
2: <laughs> we yeah. ride for each other yeah, like, you guys because you know my background is as a therapist and a drug counselor
0: mm-hmm.
2: so in my last uh employment at an inpatient treatment facility in Philadelphia, I had the experience of, um, I would do individual counseling sessions with each of my clients every week. And then every day we would do group counseling sessions. And so it killed me to sit in individual counseling sessions and hear the men on my caseload all talk about sharing the same experience and trauma as children. And then having to sit in groups with 20 people 10 of them being men and me being the only person in the room that knew that eight of the men in the group had had the same childhood trauma but i was the only one who knew because they weren't comfortable enough to talk about it
0: yeah
2: um so i guess that's why i'm so passionate about not necessarily you guys being open enough to share your childhood traumas and the specific of your relationships but just knowing that like as women we all face the same issues as Black women every day, going into our jobs, dealing with our bosses. You guys have that same thing. You guys have the same childhood experiences, the mm-hmm. same goals, the same family issues. And to some extent, we need to create a safe community where we can talk about that because if it doesn't get addressed, it's gonna keep us from reaching our higher goals, which is creating generational wealth for the children that we created.
0: Yeah, and I think what's dope about that is the fact that you recognize that as part of being um, wealth creation because you do a lot of things, like you're an amazing options trader, Um, you you work in insurance, you do a lot of things um, business-wise, but you recognize that it's a holistic thing. It's not just the money. And I think that's dope uh, that you bring that to our community and share that with our community. A couple of things I want to talk about is I want to talk about your work in insurance, though, you're building a, a nice insurance business as well. Um, what, what, so when you talk about insurance, what made you want to focus on insurance and, and add that as part of, uh, what you bring to the community in terms of wealth building and protecting our families?
2: So I did not necessarily want to, um, to take the helm, if you will, with insurance. Um, so a while ago, I was uh, I had a referral relationship where I was encouraging everybody to go get their insurance needs met with other black insurance agents. Because uh, in 2011, I got my first insurance policy and it was such a huge weight off my shoulders to know that whether or not I achieved everything that I hope to achieve um, with my goals at that time, my children would be taken care of. And so now um, I kind of look at it as one of the most important aspects of wealth creation, generational wealth building, if not the most important aspect of generational wealth creation, Um, because we all have tremendous goals in real estate and um, and options trading, and we will probably all be wildly successful. But if I walk out of this door of this Airbnb in Miami today and get hit by a car, if I don't ever take another options trade, if all the options contracts that I have open right now, especially is- Expire worthless next Friday because I died in Miami today, my children will be millionaires. And it cost me a couple hundred dollars a month to ensure that if I accomplish everything or if I accomplish nothing, my children will be millionaires. And so we all come into this community and we say that the goal of being members of this community and learning to invest in the stock market and learning to invest in crypto and becoming options traders is to create generational wealth. We all say that. I'm not sure if we all mean it, but if what you really want to do is create generational wealth, then let's take care of that up front and put some tools and some um, some policies in place that those other people use as wealth generation tools uh, and wealth building tools for their families and their children. Let's put them in place up front. So that if anything happens, if we never finish our stock analysis combo course mm-hmm. in Badahood University, or we never get to take any options trades, our children will be millionaires. And further, make your children members of this community as is age appropriate so that if something does happen to you, they don't squander that money. Mm-hmm. Um, I've helped several people um through Uh, what we call millionaire baby policies ensure that their children and their great-grandchildren will be millionaires. Um, I've made sure that one of the things that you guys are big on, if something happens to a number of the sisters, their houses will not be lost. They have insurance in place that will allow their children to pay off their mortgage and still have money. Um, So those kinds of things, it's like we've put the cart before the horse in some respect. Mm -hmm. And I think bringing it back to insurance is a way of ensuring that if we don't live long enough to do all the things that we want to do and learn all the things that we want to learn, our children still have that opportunity. They're not starting over in poverty um, because we didn't set things up properly to ensure that what we were working on was continued generation after generation.
0: Yeah, that's good stuff. Um, The question that I have for you is this, though. Um, In speaking in our communities and to our communities, what are some of the challenges that you face when talking about insurance? Like, I'm pretty sure the challenges that, you know, are are specific to our community where um, I'll tell you, I I used to be an insurance agent and I was younger. But one of the things that I used to face, and, you know, maybe it's still a thing, people just don't want to talk about their death. (laughs) So they just didn't want to talk about insurance at all because it felt like they had to face their mortality. So they'd be like, look, I don't even want to talk about it. Like is that something that you deal with or is it something else or some of the challenges you have?
2: So that's a big one. And and my personal experience was with my father. My father died in December of 2019 at 92 years old. And so at 80 and 85 and 87, if we talked to him about life insurance or anything about um, being able to move forward as a family after his death, he acted like he was going. The comp the mere conversation was going to take him up out of here. <laughs> um, and I have just never been that way. And I, I attribute it to my first uh, financial advisor. I think that drilled it into my head that like your ass is going to die, you're going to die. And so I frequently have conversations with my daughter, my youngest daughter, who's the more responsible of the two, about what, listen, if I die tomorrow, what you going to do? Who are you supposed to call? Do you have those two phone numbers? Um, and what are you talking to them about? What are you asking them? I make sure that my mother knows where my insurance policies are. Um, and I just, I know that I'm going to die. And we all know that we're going mm-hmm. to die. And for me, that become that goes back to that conversation that we were just having about are you really here for generational wealth or or what just to have fun with the community and go to the black side, John on the eighteenth or <laughs> are you really here for uh for generational wealth because you know you want to die you know what that's a great
0: question right everybody talks about it but are you seriously are you really about it
1: Yeah, what is really about right so one yeah. of the things I think that helped me make it to be an old person is because when I was young, I was 19 and, you know, I got, my mom had a friend that was an insurance agent and she recruited me in the Prime America. I won't even, you know, whatever. We all, we all did the MLM stuff. Right. Yeah. But the thing about it is I was, I was 19 years old with, Two million dollars in insurance. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I really feel like that's one of the things that kept me alive because you know, like nobody wants to see your family get that chicken. Yeah, nobody <laughs> wants nobody wanted to see my family get rich from my demise. <laughs> so I think that was one of the things, you know. What I mean, like, as a younger person that actually helped me get to be an older person because I was reckless, you know what I mean? And because I knew I was worth way more dead than alive.
0: But let's know so. something that's interesting, right? And she said that um the feeling she got when she knew that she secured it just by doing that. All right, so now I can go focus on everything else because regardless of what happens, this is taken care of.
2: And to be straight up with you, I was a much younger person. That was 10 years ago. So I was living my best life in my thirties then, and I was like, go. Oh. Do whatever while out if I want to, because I know that my children will get these amount of $100,000, right? And they'll be straight and college will be paid for and weddings will be paid for. Mm -hmm. Um, But something that Corey said that I wanted to touch on and just to reiterate, you're going to die. Let's Mm -hmm. take care of it. Let's let's ensure that for and I think that people to address Jimmy's question, I think that we think it's a lot more expensive than it really is. Mm -hmm. Um, is one of the challenges, and it's not. I got a $250,000 policy with a $250,000 accidental death benefit for under $100 a month. So that's another half a million dollars in our war chest for when I die, not yeah. if I die. I'm yeah. going to die. So every chest that I get as an insurance agent, when I'm introduced to a new insurance product, if I like it and I think that it fits my family, I buy it. Yeah.
0: Um, and, and you know you're right right and, and that's the thing i think that you know I, I saw someone and they were half joking but they had wrote like a piece and they were talking about um all the crime that happens in our community he said if we start getting insurance on these young black men at a young age a lot of it will happen because
1: stop. The police because
0: because not only will the police insurance stop companies they said,
1: will make them stop
0: yeah the insurance companies will be like hold up hold up y'all. it's too much money being paid out to these black families we got to go ahead and do something about this the crime Insurance numbers.
1: companies will make them stop but no, exactly.
0: so I, I think I think it's powerful what you're doing in terms of introducing that. So I definitely want to highlight that. Um, another thing I want to highlight that you're working on. Listen, Les does all kinds mm-hmm. of uh, things for our community. That's just powerful. So I want to make sure I highlight uh, some of just some of them because you know we'll be here all day talking about everything she does. But the insurance thing is important. The other thing is um, what you and CJ are doing. A out to our brother CJ. We just had him on a couple episodes ago. But you and him have partnered up. Um, and shot to Jasmine as well. Um, i know she don't like to come on camera but shout out to her as well um you guys are building something in south jersey and you are bringing you know families and people together cj owns the barbershop you're using that space as of right now um and you're building an investment club where it's about education primarily and teaching people in the community about um education what made you guys want to come together and do that in south jersey and um you know what do you see as the future for that
2: um i'm tearing up a little bit like that is something that i'm so grateful to be a part of and that was cj's idea Mm -hmm. cj was like hey liz this is what i want to do i want you to be a part of it let's get it done and within a month's time we were getting it done and it's kind of so you know i always talk about how the majority of us came into this community however we came into this community and we mm-hmm. were sold this idea of a black utopia this mm-hmm. large group of black people who can come together and and uh, make collective investments and buy properties and and just enjoy having conversations with people who look like you about things that people that look like you don't usually talk about so that was why it was beautiful when the BS fell away and our communities were able to merge and now we're actually doing that. And Mm -hmm. we do a lot of it online and on Zoom and on different Facebook groups. But so the opportunity to actually meet somebody face to face every month and share the information and have these high level conversations about um, entrepreneurship and things that we can invest in and, and helping sisters and brothers do budgeting so that they can afford to buy crypto and like, you know, busting a grub while you're doing it and actually being face to face is huge. And I, I, yeah, there was yeah. no way that I wasn't going to help CJ do that. And it's been great. And um, we've had two meetings so far. Our, If you're in South Jersey, our monthly meetings will be the second Tuesday of every month in Pleasantville, New Jersey. Um, and we've linked it up with By the Hood and MDC to provide our educational resources. But uh, a lot of us, because we joined um, our classes and stuff during COVID, have not had the experience of being able to learn together. We had to watch our videos, take our quizzes and stuff um individually so we're looking forward to supporting you guys in the learning process monthly at least to start out face-to-face and be able to talk about some of those new concepts that you're learning in the classes face-to-face and answer questions and have examples and actually sit down and help you do the analysis of the financial statements and build the portfolio and set up your deposit um one-on-one and in our small group and my hope now that I've seen it in action and see it coming to fruition is that other people will watch what we're doing in South Jersey and then we'll have something going on in Chicago. You know, maybe mm-hmm. Tay Renee will, will launch something in Chicago and we can get something going on in Philly and then yep. we can all come together for like a big convention Yeah. Um, and just celebrate our successes. That's and amazing. I want to highlight that too is like, we put a lot of time and energy. You, myself, CJ, Jasmine, um, and a lot of the brothers that are in MDC put yeah. a lot of energy into trying to help other Black people see some of the success that we've seen. And we're winning. Where It's actually happening. I'm mm-hmm. educating people about insurance. And they're like, yeah, that makes sense. Sign me up, what I need to do. Um, what? I need to buy stock? I need dividend uh, yields and stocks? Okay, what I need to do? Where do I learn? I need to buy crypto? Okay, where should I set it? Like They're listening, and and our community is growing. I saw what? so many people join hood University over the last several days, and I'm like, wait, I need to catch <laughs> up. So all of the energy and the work that we're doing is actually working, and that just makes me want to work harder.
0: Yeah. And, and it's, it's amazing to see because people's lives are definitely being changed, like for sure, for know, sure. In, in all kinds of ways. I get the, the messages about like the kids are taken care of. I shared one the other day, which was the craziest when I heard about the dude say y'all help me buy my girl a BBL. I'm like, okay. But but the fact <laughs> of the matter is like, that's are like investment. I mean I'm like, listen, if that's what you did, you did. But what I'm saying is like the um, but 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 the thing is though, um, you know, that's the most powerful thing about it is actually building that community. Because Corey likes to talk about it all the time, like some of our issues that we think are social or financial but and you know i always like to say that it's a lot of like love that's missing but we genuinely work together um and try to figure things out as a real community and i think that's powerful and you know you you've added tremendous value to that i'm excited about you coming into mdc our our, our private mastermind and teaching there as well Teaching some of your strategies you talked about um insurance you talked about south jersey um, I want you to talk about these uh, these calls that we're having. Um, probably said we want to move it to once a month, right? We're having the co-ed chat and the woman's chat. Talk about uh, just the idea of the chat in the days and times where we get to come on with, and it's open to whoever wants to join, right?
2: Yeah. And you're talking about the uh, the masterminds, right? The
0: mastermind chats that we have, yes.
2: Man, I don't know about you guys, but... Those, especially when we first started out, those women's masterminds were the highlight of my week. I would get I would get in the shower, I would get dressed, I would put maybe put a little bit of makeup on, um, and just really look forward to being able to sit down on a Zoom and have progressive conversations with women who look like me and like I said, had the same challenges and the same goals as me. And we made so much progress and the guys were hating so hard um, (laughs) about the progress that we were making that of course we created the co-ed mastermind. And maybe you guys will share your experience, but it really for me is just an opportunity to have conversations about things that I may not have thought about because um, you you guys bring a lot of stuff to the table about cryptocurrency and real estate which is not really my area of expertise mm-hmm. um you know so just i think that it's beneficial and that is even necessary for everyone to it's kind of like accountability mm-hmm. i'm going to show up here every week and i know what we're going to talk about and i'm going to bring my notebook and while the rest of the week i may be having mundane conversations about football and chicken wings and cookouts and mm-hmm. the stuff that we normally talk about that gives you the opportunity to um kind of absorb some information that you may not be thinking about or exposed to mm-hmm. on a regular basis in your everyday life and my understanding is that it's just the participation in those masterminds has been life-changing for a lot of the people who attend them regularly yeah because a lot of times when you go to make changes like this, you're alone. Your sister's not doing it. Your brother's not doing it. You can't get your best friend to do it with you. Um, So you are struggling and trying to stay motivated when in the beginning there's not a lot of tremendous gains to see to keep you motivated. But being a part of that network and those masterminds kind of keeps people plugged in and keeps people coming back. And then as they listen, my understanding is that In the beginning, they have no idea what the hell we're talking about most of the time. But as they come back week after week, they start to understand, they recognize the words, they go back and they do a little uh, research. And then after six months or so, they're unmuting themselves and participating in the conversation. So just those masterminds alone are taking people from what? are these people talking about to mm-hmm. being able to engage in conversations with people who have been investing for I don't know y'all been investing for like 20 years and mm-hmm. seven years and that builds confidence um yeah. and it I'll makes do you
0: do more you know I'll give you my perspective and of course you can give yours as well um yep. to me it is life-changing I'm gonna tell you why because one of the things and like you just mentioned being in the markets for so long I've felt like I've never had my family, right? Because I'm into certain things, but the people in my neighborhood, the things really weren't. I mean, there's some, and, there, and those are people that are in Bodyhood university, the ones that, you know, but for the most part, um, that was missing. And culture is important. You talked about the idea of holistic wealth. Culture is important. So we get together um, and we have an open Zoom and we're talking about investing. We're talking about trading, but we're talking about it in a way that's culturally appropriate. We're using the language that we speak in. It's not like, you know, what you watch on CNBC. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're, we're joking and having fun. And the thing is, sometimes we go away from trading and just talk about like a TV show, but we're having a great conversation, but we are talking about building wealth for our families. We're talking about some of our struggles, but it's done in a way that's like culturally important to me and culturally relevant. So because um, a lot of times I recognize that information is held through like vocabulary, and sometimes the powers that be try to th- make things seem more um, difficult to understand than it actually is. But it's just about it's it's like um I had someone tell me that I, I told people like I hate Shakespeare, right? And what I recognize the reason I hate Shakespeare is because I never had a teacher teach it to me in a way that was culturally appropriate, right? So I had someone explain it to me, but they're like, no, nah, it's like the bull and he moved the John here, so that's why I'm like, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, all right, I I would have liked Shakespeare who explained to me that way when I was a kid. I mean, not thou art though and all that BS, but so culture is important. And those are the conversations that we have in our, um, our mastermind chats. We talk about how to evaluate a company. We talk, we actually pull charts up and look at the chart of a company. But we're talking about it in our way, if that makes any sense. So I think that's the important part of it. And when I talk about finding your family, you see that there are people that look like me that are into the same things that like me. They like the same hip hop I like. You know what I'm saying? Like I, we talking to Leslie the other morning before trade, and she was like listening to the locks. I'm like, oh shit! Like you know what I mean? Like but this, this <laughs> like but like you know what I mean? Like but that that that's what we do. Like we like what we like. You know what I'm saying? So I think that part is important. Um, but go ahead, Corey. What's your perspective?
1: Um, my perspective is that you know all great things begin with a conversation, right? And so to get that many people in the room to have a conversation that's where you can achieve great things right everybody ain't gonna be on the same vibration and frequency but you when you have those conversations you find you get to find the people that are on the same vibe right and so you know that's why i'm not really against talking to anybody you know what i mean and seeing what the what the energy is like right you know i like to be in a room with people and, and, and talk to people and, and see what their energy is like when you when you get up close on them right because people can fool you for a while right but the energy tell the whole story right so over time their energy tell the story yeah so I I don't I don't you know we we've been consistently doing this you know what I mean like for, for years, myself and Jim and then with Les, we've been doing it for a little bit less time, but it's still consistent and it's, we It's all, still been I'm, years
0: though, at this point. You no, know, that's what I'm
1: saying. It's still been years, but what I'm saying is like the consistency of of having somebody to talk to when, when you have a question, you can get that question answered. When you have somebody that, you know, if you got a deal to bring to the table, that you can bring the deal to the table. Like, I understand what it's like in the women's group, you know what I mean? And we have a smaller group you know what I mean, with the Black Wealth project and things of that nature, and that we can do that with. But we don't have um as a general population that kind of ability to go to somebody and say, This is what we can do together if we work together, and then be able to show them the projects. Like you just broke ground on a new project. You know what I mean? I showed people how to go ahead and grab some money on, you know, less is showing them how to grab money days she's showing them how to use insurance to build wealth for the thing so you got you got people that is doing the work every day showing you what to do and that there's no there's no substitute for experience and experiential learning right like people will tell you all the time what they about but they actually show you what they're about are they really into what you, you know what i mean like and so you get to see that right like like let's say at, over time people start to say look all right, I'm not doing this right, let me let me get some help, you know what I mean, because I know these people will help me without judgment, you
2: mm-hmm. know what I mean, because
1: that's the other thing, you know what I mean, and I was talking about this earlier, the judgmental piece, right, people don't like to be judged about what their circumstances are, right, because their circumstances are combinations of their actions, good or bad, right, and so they don't want judgment on that, they just want help, and so they can come to a community where they can get help,
0: and that's the thing though, all of us have different backgrounds, but we all like have similar struggles just based on culture. One of the things I like about the yep. mastermind chat is that it's also like less of a classroom. So we have classes mm-hmm. and things yeah. that we have, but this is like kicking it, right? Yeah, so we, we still ain't got education. a lot of kick it even. Yeah, so it's so it's, it's, it's still educational, but it's not like a class setting where it's like someone is giving a lecture and taking questions. It's not that, it's an open
2: forum for people to bring their conversations to so one of the things that i, I want to say i feel is important and one of the things that i appreciate about all of us about me you uh corey cj is mm-hmm. like we're just who we are mm-hmm. i think i struggle with um because of some of the things that i do as a professional like i'm, I'm highly educated mm-hmm. um i have a lot of licenses and i think that what comes with that, especially with Black people, is that the expectation that you should have on a business suit, and that you should speak a certain way, and that, and I'm, I, so I'm like,
0: damn,
2: you know. But I'm not going to do that. And the reason why I'm not going to do that is because I am who I am. I'm a Black woman. Um, I was born in the Brigantine Homes Projects in Atlantic City, New Jersey. I love rap music. Um. And I like sweatpants and Mm -hmm. T-shirts. And so I don't think that it does my people any good for me to try to sit up here and be pretentious and act like I'm something that I'm really not in an effort to coach you into giving me some money for a course. Like you're going to take me as I am and I'm going to take you as I am. And that's how we're going to deal with each other. Or you just not want to deal with me and you're going to go find some white professional in a business suit and give them your money. And I'm OK with that because Do I it. feel like for my audience, it's more appropriate and more effective for them to know. Listen, Les, will cuss you out. <laughs> no, Please don't mess with That's Les. That's why I love you, though, because that. you got to be mm-hmm. you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And And I think
2: that's one of the reasons why we win, because no matter how well we're doing, we never project ourselves as somebody that's so much smarter than you and that's doing so much better than you. And so people feel comfortable coming to us uh, with these kinds of questions and with these kinds of needs. And they should feel that way. And um I guess here's a good place for me to share like I said I I grew up for the first five six years of my life in the projects in Atlantic City um and then I just would not accept that you know I have a lot of entrepreneurs in my family my mom was one hell of a hustler so it was just in me to work myself out of the projects but with that said um I know my stuff And so Mm -hmm. if you can't accept the fact that I'm just who I am as a black woman and I and I came up rough like you, but I know my stuff, then, as I said, go find some white professional in a suit to take advantage of you. Um, I'm not. And that's the other thing that I want to say about me is I'm not going to do that. I had people say to me, like, oh, well, my husband said we can get this insurance somewhere cheaper. And okay, well, listen, if you can, I want you to because it's not about the commission for me. It's about (laughs) your baby needs this policy so that they can be a millionaire by the time they're 25. And I don't give a damn how that's achieved. Just go out there and get it done. And if you find something cheaper than what I've shown you, show me because I need to be showing that to the people.
0: Yep. It's not so about for me, it's not I don't want your, your commission. Money. I
2: don't need your money. There's certain things that you would have to pay to do. Like I can't give you fidelity's insurance for free. But yeah. for me, it's never about that. It's about helping you to do what's best for you, and not what's best for me. Yep. It's um, about the
0: mission. It's about the mission, not the commission. Right. Yeah. That's what. That's what it's really about. And you gotta be authentic. Ooh. Like I, I have a, a a thing where I admire people who are completely authentically themselves because. That's that's the only value that you have to this world, is being yourself. You know what I mean? What's the the old cliche everybody else has taken, right? Yeah, so I'm not with the whole suit. I gotta people even oftentimes ask me that, like, you know, you're a professional, you got licenses, and you be sharing some crazy stuff. Like, I like ratchet memes, I like ratchet TV, so I'm gonna share that. That's, what it is. that's one side of me, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? But again, to your point, I like that way you said that. I know my shit, though, right? You know what I mean? Right, and that's, you, what, you, that's you what you want to see us dressed
2: up. up. You can see us dressed up on June 18th. Exactly, XML-A, there you even. go. There yeah. you
0: well,
2: go. It, <laughs> I, I got a hoodie
0: on right now with t shirts and hoodies. I get that, but um. Yeah man Cool. I know you want to speak to, uh, say something about that.
1: Yeah man, like I get a lot of flack for being authentically me. Um I, I <laughs> my, my my partners have had to uh ask me not to say some of the things that I say <laughs> in 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 private in public spaces. But the thing is, you going to get you going to get me whoever I am, you know what I mean? And the thing is, I don't apologize for being me, right? I don't apologize for me being me for five from five years ago because that's what i knew five years ago five years ago i didn't know as much as i know now and so sometimes my ideas clash with one another right mm-hmm. and so people you know i get called a hypocrite sometimes and all this other stuff and i'm like well five years ago i didn't know what i know now so yeah I, i'm contradicting what i said because i know more yeah. you know what I mean? and so if you know i don't i don't take you know, but my character never changed. If you need something from me and I got it, I'ma still give it to you. Mm-hmm. Like I work with people I don't like every single day because the because I'm mission focused, right? I'm I'm about the mission. Forget the all of the riff and all the other stuff. At the end, is me working with them going to help me get to the to the mission of helping the people that need to get the help? Yep. And if I can do that without compromising my my morals and my and, and things of that nature, then I'ma do it. You know what I mean? Now, there's just some people I just can't work with because they shake, they, they snakes and they sharks. And I got to stay away from that kind of energy because, you know, I take that kind of stuff personally when you do that to the people that I care about. So I stay away from those kind of people. But my, my whole thing is, you know, when we're working in these groups and we're working together and we're putting things together for people, people need to see who you are. Right. Because if they don't know you, they don't. They, people don't buy products. People buy people. Like, they, they buy things from people that they like and they trust. People don't buy products. Products, there's a thousand, every product that we sell or people sell, those products exist everywhere in the market. They're buying them from you because they trust who you are and, be, and being in who you are. And so that's the other thing that people don't understand. You know, people be wanting to make themselves into things that they not and, you know, fake it till they make it. Man, listen, I'm broke, baby. I don't gotta fake it, uh, you know what I mean? Because th- there's always somebody that got more money than me, and there's always gonna be somebody who got less than I got. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean? Like broke is relative, so I don't care about calling myself broke because it's relative. Broke is relative, right? If if, if 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 um if Bill Gates had my money, he'd commit suicide you know what i mean you you see what i'm saying but then you know if i'm walking in the streets of philadelphia and there's a person on the on the ground with you know with no with no shelter and no clothing i'm doing a lot better than that person you know what i mean and if i was in that situation i might contemplate suicide you know what i mean like so it's just it's it's all it's all a matter of relativity so it's 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 not being me is who that's the only person i know how to be yeah. so you know what i mean like you got to give people you know what i mean who you are and not who you want them to think you are
0: yeah good stuff but uh, yeah so i mean but that, that's that's important in terms of what we're doing overall i know that listen we back outside now less is like literally in miami right now but you guys are planning on um, something in jacksonville right?
2: right 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 so I think that we, not even I think, we have definitely settled on, number one, we want everybody to attend uh, Ebony's The Puff Mistress, body positive, Renaissance Harlem Renaissance themed um, fashion show. Her fashion shows are, I've never been able to attend one but the, uh, the videos that she posts online and the responses that she gets from people who have actually attended are just tremendous, right? So what she has planned for us on Saturday night is her fashion show at six, followed by an after party. And so I'm trying to get us to buy out the VIP lounge um, and kind of have a private show for uh, the fashion show but friday what we are planning is just like a family reunion kickback so we want mm-hmm. everybody to fly in friday afternoon um mm-hmm. and join us at this lakeside airbnb and we just gonna grill we just gonna do what black people do yeah um uh, we're gonna well, do, you day, do you have
0: a do hmm? you have a date
2: for this
0: yeah the dates already ready for this
2: so that's 9 23 uh, um, okay. and that will probably start like one o'clock two o'clock in the afternoon and then on 9 24 will be Ebb's fashion show which starts at six o'clock um after party starts at i think 9 to 11 the venue is gorgeous but on so on friday like i said we're just gonna have a family reunion i call it i uh jokingly call it the abacus reject reunion but that's- <laughs> um, but
0: uh, so we got to september that's in september all right cool yeah yeah and yeah.
2: so yeah, everybody fly in on Friday, attend the family reunion, go to the, the fashion show and after after party on Saturday, and then head home on Sunday. Oh,
0: that's a dope weekend. All right, I yeah. think that yeah. I
2: will be um I will have a residence in in Florida in September or in August. So I will be hopefully. Oh is nice. is nice. is nice. every is nice. time I come to Florida, I just feel like man, I need to be here.
0: Hey, listen, man, you know what Biggie say? Any place I visit, I got land there. Like there's ain't playing no game. <laughs> but no, um, this is dope, man. Let's I just want to um, you know, before we get out of here, I just want to thank you so much for the value that you bring to our community, for the way you inspire people and the way you bring people together, I think is is very powerful. Like, um, and we just can't wait to see what we all build together in the future because it's gonna be amazing. We're gonna continue to do what we do, but I just want to say thank you for your time right now because you're traveling, you still jumped on with us, so I just want to say thank you.
2: Yeah, they went to the beach and left me. I'm like, nah, I got to meet up with my bros at 1 o'clock. <laughs> I'm going to stay here and handle business, and
1: I'll see the, y'all at the, 6. The, the beach is still be there. The beach ain't going to run from you. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt.
2: Next weekend, I'll be in Puerto Rico, so I will, I'll I definitely do some beach time in Puerto Rico.
0: Okay, nice. Listen, so for the folks out there, I'm going um, to put all of this information in terms of social media. I'll put it in the show notes as well as the description. Um, for all the ladies out there, make sure you reach out to her. She has a powerful community full of women and look just like you that, you know, she's building with and helping to achieve things. And what I like about it is from the women's chat to the, to the co-ed, we have people from all walks of life in terms of professionals, business owners, executives, you know, entrepreneur, everything. Uh, and, and, you know, it's all in one space to share an energy. So yeah. make sure you reach out to any of us, um, you know, because what we're doing is we're building a true community that adds value. And it's important for us to highlight the work that Les is doing because Les is doing phenomenal work. So melanated work. Amazing thing. Before,
2: <laughs> let me just touch on a couple things before go we ahead. go. Absolutely. I totally forgot. Um, so melanated money, we are just kind of rebranding um with the melanated money as the umbrella, and under there we will do everything that we've been doing with the Black Day Trader um insuring legacies is going to be the insurance the insurance uh leg of melanated money but it's that melanated money is that holistic umbrella to okay. everything that we're doing um already okay. so it's just a rebrand um but the same passion the same goals uh and the other thing that i want to talk about is i'm going to be doing live trainings in illinois uh south carolina maryland where else California, probably adding Las Vegas, but I'm going to post Houston. it. Yeah, Houston. There you go. See, I can't even keep up with it all, but I'm going to post that schedule and the link will be on the schedule if you want to go and reserve your seat and what I'm going to be teaching you guys um, in those three day classes. We're going to do live trading, but I'm going to walk you through how to set up your chart with some very simple indicators, not overcomplicating anything at all. Um, And Then what I'm looking for when I go to the market those two days a week, um, the setup, the indicators, uh, the watch list that I'm using, how to execute profitable swing trades two days a week, and then walk away from the computer and go enjoy the money that you make as a swing trader. So I'm excited about that. Look for the flyer with the link to reserve your spot to be posted today, which is what yeah, Saturday so, May 14th yeah
0: this will be out this will be out this upcoming Wednesday but what I'll do is I'll put the link to your like socials and I'm pretty sure you're going to post all that stuff on your you know your Instagram your Facebook whatever it may be so everybody can come check out everything that you got going on okay. make sure you follow us on her socials um but yeah I just want to say thank you again for your time as always you know we love and appreciate you um and we always mm-hmm. will be there for anything that you need um you know and can't wait to get back down jersey man to get some of the wings that cj put us down with man i'm still thinking about them. <laughs> wings, wings the wings and things
2: wings, they were great but the best wings i ever had was the jerk wings at bahama breezes so if you have not had those this oh they fire one. too we had yeah. five orders of them joins it is
1: that's
2: my recommendation
1: yeah, already know. You already know, man. Corey, you got anything to say? If we got a good brother. You know, you know, I love Les. like we. You know, she she was on the phone with me when when Head was tripping and, and, and my son was hitting me in the head with Cheerios and you know what I mean. And yeah, my yeah. life was my life was a mess. You know, what I mean. So we we. You know what I mean? We're going to take it to the next level. You know what that's I mean? Right, we already leveled right. up, but now we ready to take it to that whole next it's level. It's definitely
2: nothing but genuine brother-sisterly love. Like, I really love y'all. Me and CJ appreciate you guys so much. Um, And I can't wait to be able to see y'all and give y'all a hug again. Listen, show
1: is
0: mutual.
1: You know we we flying out. You know what I mean? like, Because when you go to Houston, I, you know I got a crib down in Houston. I'm going to be there. Boston. Yeah,
0: What's should they do on Houston? What should they do on Houston? I'll find that out offline. I'll find that out on it. We got a
1: lot of stuff then, going uh, on. I'm, on to, I'm gonna try to hit Las thing. Vegas. If you go to Vegas, I definitely want to hit
2: Vegas. Vegas, I can tell you, is next month the 21st through the 26th that
1: I know cuz we just talked about it this June morning. June 21st CC see, see, that's right after the, uh, the 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 joint the, the um the ball. So she's yeah. going to be in, she going to be in Philly on the 18th and then in Vegas on the 21st. Yeah. Listen, let's
2: see if we can put something together. Like I'm probably going to stay that weekend. Let's see if we can get some people together and do something uh teaching oriented okay. um that weekend all right let's figure that out
0: all right cool but well, listen for the folks out there you know we can talk about this offline i just want y'all to know listen um thank you so much for all the support and love make sure you follow us see if things you got going on if you can not pull up to one of our monthly uh masterminds and you can see exactly what it is we're talking about as we talk about everything from the best buffalo wings to the best investments to the best insurance to real estate and all um but anybody that's watching um or listening want to say we definitely appreciate you and we will see you on our next episode but as we always say It's not about how much money you make. It's about how much you keep. Game elevates. Until next time, y'all. Peace.
2: Love y'all. Peace.